2020 innovations in video. Sean, mm. go. Well, 2020, there's going to be more vertical going on. There's going to be a lot more mobile, I think. I'm going to take a little bit of a different angle with this. And even though like IGTV is going to be, I reckon that's going to boom and all that stuff, I think there's going to be more to do with interaction. So I don't know if you've realised on Facebook recently when they do like a video, um, they've started bringing in these little poll things and it'll be like a poll's about to start halfway through this video. I think there's going to be a lot more of this kind of like interactive elements to mobile video. So you'll be able to add stuff on top of it and you'll be able to, you know, answer polls, do questions. We already get this with Facebook Lives, Instagram Lives, where mm. people can actually literally comment in. And people well, love even just um, Instagram stories and stuff like that too. Yeah, just Ask short, snappy things. Yeah, just with interactive elements to them. I think that's yeah. where we're heading a lot with. And I think when people are making video, they've got to think a lot more about the added extras that, that, that so they can make a video and post it. Mm-hmm. But they've got to ask themselves, what extra bits can I add onto this afterwards for interactive elements after I produce this video on th- these different platforms. Yeah. Um, okay, so Sean, you're saying uh, verticals and interactions. So just explain verticals to someone who doesn't know what it means. Oh, well, um, so like the way you hold your phone is always pretty much vertical. Um, so lots of like videos are now going towards that way because then you can have like videos in your feed that are just vertical so mm. people never have to rotate their phone to look at the video. Yeah, I'm just thinking about especially um, visually, we're always on Facebook or Instagram and exactly. scrolling. You know, you're constantly long way scrolling. And so if you've got like and a little wide coming, video. If you come have something, a video that comes up on your phone and it covers a whole thing, yeah. it looks very enticing. Yes. Whereas if it's a wide video, it's just so thin and yeah. then once you chuck some text on that, it's you can't read it. Mm. And then obviously we've got Instagram TV, which is kind of, um, you know, that, that'd that be a, a sort of a, a 2020 thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, when you're when you're creating content, you've got a couple of different platforms out there and Instagram TV is relatively new. It only launched last year. Um, and the, the, the I guess the essential thing with uh, Instagram TV is that it basically means you can put longer videos up because it used to be only 30 seconds, wasn't it? Or eight seconds, uh, then it became like 30. That. You can literally have an hour-long video on yeah. Instagram yeah, TV. Yeah, and I think it's that's insane. another thing to mention as well, long-form content um if you're you know doing um a video about your brand Mm. um that's when i think a video can be a bit longer and have that feel well yeah i'm a bit torn here because it depends on i think whether it's advertising or Mm. content yeah (laughs) i think i think that's an important (laughs) basically around so like igtv exactly does this where Mm. you can have a long form video Mm. but it gives you the option to post uh preview like a 15 mm-hmm. second preview of it i think it's a 30 second preview in your in your feed and a 15 second in your story it's like a teaser almost so you mm. get so it's almost like yeah you're making a longer video but you're also doing a little teaser so there's there's like a couple of different ways there that you can um have your audiences access and look at that so they might mm. only watch the 15 seconds but at least you're still getting your brand out there yes. and there's like they're seeing something mm-hmm. whereas other people might click through and actually watch the whole thing yeah so i guess the problem there though is that you've actually got to have a fairly enticing 15 or 30 second start to everything yes. before you rock into a video so you can't really have it like you know a slow start and then it's all yeah. happening later but i think that's what a lot of branding is doing lately now anyway yeah. with your skip ad situations they they want to grab you within that first five yeah. seconds so you don't skip through i mean there are movie trailers that they still post on facebook and all that and obviously movies are usually widescreen so like that they can't really avoid that, but there's they do movie trailers that have little trailers before the movie trailer to mm. be like the trailer's starting in three seconds, and they just do flashes of interesting stuff to get you in. Mm. So there's all these people trying to use these kind of strategies. 
Well, anyway, I think, you know, it's a really uh, good time for people to jump on Instagram TV mm -hmm. because I can't see it being free forever. Oh, true. I mean, it's, it's, they're going to have to start monetizing it eventually or putting ads on it. Um, so right now it's just put your content up there and, I mean, an hour of content, just imagine if, you know, everybody in the planet uploaded an hour of content on Instagram TV. That's <coughs> huge infrastructure for them to have that. Um, that sort of video content. Mm. Um, so obviously, you know, they might, they'll, they'll need to monetize it over time. So right now, Instagram TV, I definitely think is a, is a 2020 innovation. What about you, Celia? What do you think of the innovations for 2020? Um, Video-wise. Video-wise, I think it's really, as we go on and on every year with video, um, making sure, because there is so much content out there, making sure that you've got quality over quantity because mm. you can be pumping out video after video after video and it's nothing um so really having a plan um for what you're delivering um i think is super super important and i guess not necessarily a trend but something that you really need to think about because there is so much content out there yeah yeah my innovation uh, tip, and it, maybe it's a, it's a hope rather than a tip because I've never mm. actually seen it, oh. uh, and that is that one of the things that we um, don't have enough of, I think, is an interactive video experience in the sense that, you know, like a select the next stage button or, you know what I mean? It's quite linear. Mm. Everything just plays and you just have to watch it. What I would like to see, and we, we get a lot of requests for education modules, but there's nothing really to take person to, to the next step um, and so what I'd really like to see and hope that they're working on this in an innovation sense would be actually, a, you know, rather than those annotations you click on, actually being able to integrate, um, you know, video interactivity more in the video player. Mm, and that mm. was customizable at our end as well. So, for instance, you know, uh, if you had a 10-part module and to get to module two, you had to make watch module one all the way through. Yeah. Because a lot of the time uh, people want, um, especially through education, they actually want people to watch the content, not just skip through it. Yes. And that you actually have to watch the whole thing, then get through it. Now, whether you yeah. engage in it or, or not is beside the point. But yeah. um, because right now your only real options are just stepping forward or going to the next video via links, and that doesn't really make people do it. So that's what I'd like to see. And that almost could tie back to what you were talking about too with that interaction mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, in polls. I think that depends on what platform um, is as well because I've, I've used um, learning interfaces where you can – it's a paid platform though yeah, where right. you yeah. can skip to specific topics. Yeah. yeah. In that but they're video. expensive. They're expensive. It's not that hard. Yes. No, you know it should I mean? be something that's just – Maybe, maybe we're sitting on a great idea here. Mm. Don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got one more innovation, and obviously there's a big sort of debate at the moment around 4K, 8K, 16K. I mean, the thing is is that um, chips in cameras are becoming smaller, mm. so that means the quality of the content's becoming exponential. Um, yes. But I think what people don't understand is that a 4K TV, I don't know how many people have got a 4K TV that are listening to this. Um, I certainly don't have a 4K TV. Um, and when I'm talking... 4K, I'm talking true 4K, not a... Oh, yeah, no. Most 4K TVs aren't actually 4K. They're no. just big. Three something. And yeah. also, like, the only... The platforms can't stream 4K because of the bandwidth and the TV channels are still streaming in standard definition. They're not even yeah. on H defi uh, high definition on HD. I'm pretty sure most programs are, aren't even produced in 4K. I'm pretty sure one of the few companies that produce TV programming that is, is Netflix and they're insane. Like, yeah. why would you even do that? Yeah. But... Yeah. So essentially, camera quality is outstripping the um, 
the platform and the bandwidth yeah. uh, to actually deliver it. Mm. Um, and without sort of having the exact same 8K TV, which I saw that they had mm. released, they which are. must cost about $25,000, um, I just think that it, uh, it's a bit of a shame that we're sort of, um, yeah, I, I, I just can't see. I mean, you know, they're already talking about a 6K Sony camera. Yeah. And it's like, we're not even shooting on 4K, let alone 6K. So I, you know, I, I hope they just don't scrap 4K and go to 6K. I it'd just be really don't need to see the pause in people's faces. No, that makes TV look worse, thing. unfortunately. Mm, yeah. And as we deliver smaller and smaller. So um, that's not really an innovation. It's more of a gripe. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you also have that. So. Thanks. Yeah. All right.